Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Hey mamas, before we get into this episode, we just want to say that we're thinking of you. We're here with you. We hope everybody's taking care of themselves, doing what's right and isolating and self-quarantining, being with your family. We know it's stressful. Jen and I are feeling you and feeling it. But there are also moments to realize that this is a really special time that our kids are viewing very differently. So head over to the Mama Said Instagram or to Jen and I. We're trying to share all the trials and tribulations of this time. And again, we hope you are all staying safe and well. We love you. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said. And thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hey, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of Mama Said. Just wanted to check in and see how you guys are doing and hanging in there. I know it's hard being isolated and quarantined, but we will come out of this stronger and better. So let us know if you guys need anything at all. But this week's episode is with the amazing Amber Childers, and she is on the pod to talk about her son who has learning differences. It's a really beautiful episode. We hope you enjoy it. Um, what do all of us mamas need to relax? Well, we need CBD. So there is a brand called Elixinol, and their mission is simple. It's to improve the quality of people's lives through the power of cannabinoids like CBD. So as parents, we are all adjusting to the new world order. We're having to juggle work from home, remote learning for the kids, and preparing for what comes next. And these are all really stressful things that people need help coping with. So Elixinol is amazing, and they're here for us. And you guys get a discount. Uh, it is Mama20, M-A-M-A-2-0, and they will offer 20% off at checkout for Mama Said listeners. So you guys go to www.elixinol.com. That is www.elixinol.com to get 20% off, and the code is Mama20. Relax, guys. We all deserve it. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello, hello, and welcome to Mama Said. I am Jamie with no Jenna because I just got a text message from her. She has hand, foot, mouth. Holy shit. Um, Well, this season has not been kind to anyone. Um, I don't know how I am, knock on wood, escaping all of these illnesses, but I'm going to take it and run. Um, I hope you are all well at home. Um, and I'm just going to start with my own personal win fails for this week. We know Jenna's is that she has hand, foot, mouth, um, and she's getting ready for a sister's wedding. So let's send her all the healing vibes and that she feels better. Mommy win. <laughs> Mommy fail. Um, okay, for me, my win was I got a massage this week. That's it. It just feels nice. It just makes you feel like you're getting taken care of. Um, mamas, I can't recommend it enough. You can go. Even, like, what are those places? Like, um, in L.A., they have these this thing called Squeeze, which is like a dry bar of massages. Um, they have the Nows. They have, well, what are those other places called? 
Like those other chain massage places. Like Massage Envy. Massage Envy, yeah. yes. Go, go get yourself one. And if you, if like your husband or friends wondering what to get you, those are the best gifts to give people, I think, is like gift certificates and massage. You can never go wrong with those. Um, my fail is that, um, and I wish I had Jenna to talk about this more, so I'm just going to be talking to the air. Um, I feel very disconnected from my group of girlfriends. Um, and it's my own fault. It's like I feel my own lack of um, effort in hanging out with them. But, I mean, I know you mamas can relate. It's just that thing where, like, I'm – in the grind every day, you know, and it's like becomes wash, rinse, repeat. And I have the intention and I think about them and I think about reaching out or making that phone call or sending that text or making those plans. But I get tired at the end of the day and I just, you know, want to finish Love is Blind and or, you know, catch up on on my emails. And and next thing I know, another month has gone by and I've like barely seen anyone or talked to anyone. And yeah, thank God for social media and the way that you can like somewhat keep up. But it's a bummer. I feel like I miss them and I miss that connection to the women in my life. And again, I know it's all on me and it just happens. But um, yeah, that's kind of my fail. It's just um, my bad and I'm going to try and fix it. And with that, um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with Amber Childers. She's going to talk all about having a child with learning differences. Um, She's here and happy to inspire mothers that are going through this with their children to not feel ashamed and to know that they're not alone. She's amazing and can't wait for you to hear this episode. Raise your hand if you're sick of finding marker all over your walls, all over your stairs, all over your bed. I'm raising my hand very high, especially during this quarantine. We all need to make our lives a little bit easier with the cleanup, and you guys need to go buy Crayola Color Wonder right now. It's this magical line of mess-free markers, stamps, paper, and paint designed for kids ages 3+. plus. So they provide these markers. They have these markers, and they don't show up on anything else but the paper that they have created. It is magical. It is brilliant. It's the best invention since inventing the light bulb. I cannot brag enough about Crayola Color Wonder. So uh, get a free, mess-free Color Wonder gift with a purchase of $15 or more at Crayola.com with code MAMASAID. You could tell I'm excited about this. And to learn more about mess-free Color Wonder and claim your free gift, visit Crayola.com forward slash MAMASAID. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Our guest today is Amber Childers. She is an actress and mama of two. She's currently can be seen in the hit Netflix series, You, and we are so grateful to her today that she is here with us. Please welcome Amber. So first of all, I have to, we have to apologize to you because we've rescheduled so many times with you because <laughs> when we were just talking about like just illnesses, I mean, it's just... this I feel like this year has been the worst do you not I mean when my son was out with the flu I remember his teacher there was a day where she had two kids in the kindergarten class Mm because it's just terrible so Jenna's had flu hand foot mouth and now she thinks she has it so she's best to not be in the studio with us I appreciate that no it's it's crazy it's it's something I guess when you have kids you learn to be flexible with stuff like that you know it's just you know like if it's not one family, it's like someone at work that brings it home. So yes, but thank you for having me. Oh, good. I'm so glad we're here. Um, so to for our listeners that don't know you, you have two girls, right? Mm-hmm. And they are 
10, ten and six. Six. Yes. And what are their L- names? London is 10 and Riley is six. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and I have to say thank you um, for offering what are, is going to be our topic today. Um because I think it's an important one. It's one that I don't know about it, but it's one that, especially for our moms with, you know, with younger children and something we we think about and hear about, um, we never know if we're going to be going through something like this. And, you know, before we came on, you were talking about this is still very new for you. Mm-hmm. And yep. sometimes you feel like you should talk about things after you've been through them. But I feel the opposite. I feel like talking about things as you're going through is really what creates community. Right. And so I'm very grateful to you. Um, and so our topic today is about now, our, my producer told me this. Is this how you describe it? Probably learning differences? I mean, listen, that's like the fancy word, I think, because of the politics of, of having children with learning disabilities, because mm-hmm. that's really what it is. And I think people get so scared. And it's such a scary word when someone says disability. Of course. But it it, it really is a, a learning difference. Um, I think that's like the, the fluff of it. But at the core, it's, it's anyone who has – you know, ADHD, um, a language-based disorder, um, dysle- dyslexia, dysgraphia, dyscalculia. Um, so it's any of those those disabilities. And, and I have a child that has a severe learning difference. So when did you notice it? And now this is with your older? It's with my first one. So the funny thing is, or not so funny, when you have a child, you you don't know. You really rely on on the schools and and other parents and your own parents to kind of like help you navigate early motherhood, right? Of and then when, once you get into school, you kind of just like expect your child to meet these milestones. Mm-hmm. And like you hear the pediatrician saying, "Okay, are they doing X, Y, and Z at home?" And you're like, "Yeah, they're great." Okay, but then you don't really think about the development of the brain. And I I've realized now how important that is. I don't think that I got the best advice when when my daughter was in kindergarten. She wasn't necessarily meeting like the sight words, right? They give these kids like 200 sight words that they have right. to learn. And unfortunately, she was just struggling with that the whole year. And, you know, they look at it because of the age and they say things like, well, she could just be behind or, you know, eventually they all catch up and they, they're even at the end of the year. But that wasn't the case with her. And what do you mean she was struggling? Like, I mean, he just couldn't remember the sight words. Got it. So, um, you know, you could pound the word the into her head or want, and it was just in one ear and out the other, and it didn't matter what learning techniques. Um, she just couldn't do it. She struggled with handwriting for a long time. Um, math, that was like a whole nother, you know, because yeah. really reading is the foundation of our learning. So if you if your child is struggling with reading, it's going to create these problems in all these other subjects. And I didn't really understand that until now. Yeah. So um, so when I kind of questioned was probably in kindergarten and by the first grade, we actually were um, able to get her a shadow to help with her. And that's when they kind of suspected maybe some ADHD Right. So mm-hmm. maybe like she's just not able to sit still or her brain's too active to be able to take in the information. Right. So I, I had her tested um, and, you know, it came back as dyslexia. Um, but there's that's just kind of like the umbrella of a learning disability. Right. And, and so you go down. Well, if I have to say this, if I back up to when she was two years old, I think the sensory things is what I really noticed. First, we would go. 
to a birthday party. And as soon as they would start singing happy birthday, she would just start screaming. It was the most. So finally, I went to my therapist. I was like, I don't know what to do. My kid's like ruining everybody's birthday parties. Like, and I, you know, I feel so bad. And she's like, listen, don't take her to a birthday party. She doesn't like it. Right. It's remove her at that part. Or remove her. You know, even at her own birthday, I vaguely remember one year she was just so anxious and nervous that everyone was – For that moment? For that moment that we all had to like whisper happy birthday. (laughs) And people were like, what the hell's wrong with your kid? I'm like, you know what? Just roll with it. This is what she needs. And it's hard because you – at times you feel embarrassed. At times you feel confused Mm -hmm. and you, you know, you blame yourself. I think as mothers we take a lot of this guilt – on ourselves. Um, but then, you know, now being on it, still in discovery mode of, of trying to help her and um, she, you know, has massive anxiety and, and OCD and, you know, you, you, you realize there's other mothers struggling out there. I've yeah. had so many since I've moved her schools to a school now that is wonderful and the, they teach these, there's like five kids in her class um, and they really just focus on what each individual child needs yeah um you learn that there's so so many other mothers are coming out of the woodwork just calling me going please don't say anything but how did you get through it and I'm just like I feel like this is kind of like the universe telling me you know I know what it's like it's not easy and I think you're always unhappy as your unhappiest child Mm -hmm. and so when London goes to bed you know, those fears and anxieties that she has going to school, you know, I, I feel those in in tenfolds because, you know, I'm, you're biologically connected to your child. Like I don't feel how a father might be. So it's, it's, it's different. And so when she was, so when they diagnosed her with dyslexia, what were your, what were your next steps then? What, what were the actions that you maybe in the school took? Did you immediately switch schools for her? I didn't. Um, I, you know, it was, it was much harder for her father who I'm not married to, um, to kind of accept. And I I feel like he Mm. still has a hard time accepting these things. Um, meaning because they're men are fixers, right? Men are fixers. They're like, oh, this, this is, try this can be done and then it'll be it won't be a problem anymore. right and it's like they're you know they're girls and so they're daddy's little girls and they could do no wrong and they're perfect in the eyes you know so i he is really good at praising them for the things that they're you know they perform well at and mm-hmm. london is great she's a great tennis player um she's a great artist but as the mother i'm 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 on the other side going okay what are the things that are going to set her up because when she turns 18 and she still has adhd and she still has all of these things and we don't properly fix her science has showed us if you do the research bad things can happen if sure. you don't take care of it so it's it's something that you can't put off, and I think sometimes we put things off or we t- turn the other cheek because we don't want to deal with reality of, of things that our children are going through. But you have to have them, t- or you know, come at them face on in order to find resolution and, and f- to have a better future, not only well, for us but for the world. Well, it's easier just to ignore it and yeah. praise what's good, but but you're lo- you're lo- like you said, you're looking down the line and for her life, and you yeah. want to set her up for success and. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that means that you've got to like get down and, you know, to the nitty gritty and deal with the problem at hand. And unfortunately, it's hard, especially when they're so young. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, too, I always look at things when they're young. They're they're they 
they are so much they they have less judgment about things i think if you if you ex- the, you can explain things much simpler simply in a much simpler manner mm-hmm. to children they don't need like a, a whole drawn out explanation sometimes mm-hmm. i imagine Right. So when she was diagnosed, did you explain that to her? No. I mean, I think now the problem is – so I – last year I woke up and I like to say I had like the Oprah aha moment. Mm -hmm. I had simply asked her what time it was and she – her sister who's six – and by the way, having a second child who's on track and developing in the – you know, the way she should be, that really helped me going – oh my gosh, she should be here, but she's not yet. So it it gave me a scale where I didn't have a scale before. When it's your first child, there's no handbook. So I woke up and I I was kind of testing her. London, what time is it? And and she just like made a number up in her head. And I, I just had this overwhelming feeling of like, I'm the only one that's going to fight for her. I have to save her. I have to save her. So I, I said, I, I remember I picked up the phone. I called my ex-husband and I said, listen, you don't have a choice anymore. We're moving her schools. She's dying. And listen, kids can be such assholes oh, at school. And yeah. there, she was getting to the age of where people were starting to say things to her. And she, you know, she was com- becoming really hard on herself. And I said, Lennon, here's the thing. I don't care if you don't know how to read. I don't care if you don't know how to do math. I want you to be happy and I want you to be the best version of yourself, that will come. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, look around. Everybody knows how to read at some point in their life. It doesn't matter. So you just have to, you know, I think for me, I just, as long as I'm her biggest champion and I give her the unconditional love that she needs and to know that she has the confidence because confidence is the most important thing. So that's kind of, that's where I made that. That's turn and I said, "Listen, like so." My- prior, that was the school giving her extra help. Like, like you said, they had a shadow. We had a shadow. Um, we were paying for an outside, um, like learning company called Linda Moo Bell, which is a very famous way of learning to to read. Um, it just wasn't working. Nothing's working. So now we're, you know, going through the whole gamut of medication and like art therapy which is becoming a really big thing now and 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 so i'm still like literally hmm, at three o'clock today i have another meeting with the school so i'm still in the thick of it um so she has does she have an awareness that oh for sure she knows oh for sure yeah i mean she definitely and you guys talk about it is that is that what's like been advised or is that your gut of what to do is just constantly have a conversation so you make sure she's not internalizing things yeah because she's now in the last year has gotten really anxious and anxiety and i think it's because she knows she's more aware of what's going on around her and she sees her little sister doing you know reading and doing math where she still can't do it or she's her little sister comes in the room and um homework is is such a disaster at my house every every night but we I finally had to shut the door and have my six-year-old out because she was starting to answer these questions that London was really struggling with. Mm. And I was just like, this is – I mean, I got to – and I live by myself with my two my two daughters. Yeah. So I was like, I got to figure this out. It was just – it's tough. It's tough. You so. are a superwoman. I hope oh, God, in no. the middle of this conversation that you realize, though, that I can guarantee you that one day London will look back and like be like, my mom is the best mom in the world and she – did every single thing she could for me so I could be the woman I am today. Mm. So it's Thank motherhood you. is the hardest job in the world in yeah. general. 
Um, but the fact that you're doing it alone a lot of the time mm-hmm. and that you are fighting so hard for her and seeing seeing the struggles but wanting and but not giving up and wanting her to win um i'm just i'm just i don't have words for how oh, impressed i am and you should feel you should feel really proud i hope i know it's thank so you. hard but i hope at the end of the day you feel really proud of yourself i mean i i th- thank you i i i'm proud of myself that i'm sticking in sticking to it i'm i'm i know that i am her biggest you know, champion. And I was actually just having this conversation with my fiance last night. It's like, that's exactly what I want. I know at the end of the day when she, I set her free into the world, when she turns 18, that she could look back and know that no matter where she is, if she's still struggling or she's kicking ass and, and, you know, operating a huge company or whatever it is, it's like, I know that she, that she could look back and know that I did everything I possibly could. And I think that's, that's the best you could do as a mother. I mean, I think like once you you have children, you realize that your parents aren't perfect. Uh, yes. And that's really they're like, human. They're human and that's weird. And it so is. I I look at it I look is. at my two It girls. doesn't happen until you have kids, right? No, it doesn't. And then even now I you know, you have so much more empathy for your parents and their struggles that they went through. And it's just a beautiful thing. It it's is. like, okay, these milestones of life lessons that you have to learn through parenthood. It's, yeah. it's, we always just try and do the best we can. Yeah. Yeah. I totally yeah. get that. Yeah. So how, how does Riley handle, like, does, is Riley have an awareness of this? Like you say, oh, sometimes. for sure. So yeah. How does she handle it? And how, or how do you handle it with her? Um, I think I just try to be sensitive a little bit more and try to not really explain because Riley's six and although she's, very bright and intelligent. You know, I, I always say things, you know, we learn differently. Our our brains are shaped differently. We mm-hmm. operate differently. But you know what? Sissy's really good at, you know, this. Or Sissy's really good at, you know, doing the dishes or whatever it is. Like she's really good at coloring. She's really good at making squishies. Or she really loves fidgets. Or she, you know, I or we'll go online and we'll look at all of our um, art that she did at school. And so – you definitely have to balance those moments out, but there was – so we were doing homework the other night, and Lennon was just having a meltdown. I was just – oh, God. I can't – I couldn't even tell you. I, I There's no words. Yeah. You know, it's just no, those moments yeah. where you're just like, I, I'm going to go hide in my closet yes. and lock the door like and no just – no amount of deep breaths. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was – and I kept seeing that, <laughs> that um, uh, there was a, a scene in a movie um, – Oh God, I can't remember what it is. Anyway, oh, so I, I just, I just, I just locked the door and I said, "We're doing these damn cards. Let's go. Like we're gonna get through it. I'm not gonna let like stop with your bullshit. Like we're gonna do them, and you're gonna, and after you do them, you're gonna be so proud of yourself. Watch. And so like, there was tears, and then I was crying, and then all of a sudden, here comes Riley in with a little index card, little like neon pink, you know, yeah. index card, and it said, "I love you, London." And I just like broke out in tears and I was like, oh my God. She just, she knew exactly what she needed. She knew exactly what she needed. And it's like, Riley is definitely that kid. She's just, she takes care of London and it's so beautiful to see the, the age gap, but how like the roles are really reversed and like who takes care of each other. So yeah, but that's so special. Yeah. You sound like you have really wonderful girls. I do. Thank you. You do. You do. You know, we all have things. We all have things in life. We all have things that make us different. We all have our own struggles. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And like you said, I mean, it's, I can't imagine how hard it must be as a mother to watch your child suffer. Mm. You know, you always say like, I will take it. I would take it from them. I would much rather it be me than them. But this is her her lesson in her life, right? Her- I, for sure, this is this is going to be her lesson in her life, and and not only to to her, but I think she's going to teach me, her sister, her dad, yeah. her her stepmom, her you know future stepdad, like all these things. I think she's going to be able to, you know, one day be up there giving a TED talk, or yeah. you know, like you you yeah. see all these like amazing. And I think London does that because London's a very strong badass, like. She, her and I go head to head, and I think if like anyone who has daughters, you you know, and I I think that we have a a long, and we're growing up together too. You know, I had London at a very young age, so I think there's how old were you when she you had her? I was 21 when I had oh, her, so young. Yeah, yeah. So I think that I you know I look at her and I go, oh my god, we're gonna you know this is growing up together. You know, yeah. And, you were by the way, and when you're a parent, like you said, the second time around, you kind of you feel like you have a better footing with it, but like. Yeah. I always say, like, I'm growing up with my oldest, who is six, Bo. Like, yeah. I am learning how to be a parent with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's, you know, that's why why we one of the reasons we created this podcast is because we're so hard on ourselves. Like, we should know better. We should know everything. And we don't. Yeah. We're, you, and like, you have and to we be realize gentle. our parents didn't either. Yep. You know? Yeah. You have to be more gentle with ourselves. And I think that, you know, what you said of like that so many moms can feel embarrassed to talk about this. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault, you yeah, know, it's and not. it's not London's fault. And yeah. we, we have to take that kind of energy out of the room here. And just like, this is something that we have to deal with. Right. And so, you know, for you, did you find a community of moms when you switched schools? Is that when you first yeah, found I mean, that? Or were you talking about it before? No, I mean, I, this, this is really the first time I've ever talked about it out outside of the school yeah and 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 i think that the second i stepped on the campus um and had conversations not even had conversations just stepped on the campus it became like a safe place Mm -hmm. it was a safe place to say like let's let's shed all of the exterior bullshit that we and the facade of of who we try to be out in the world and just know that like Yes, your child may not have the same issues that I my child is is going through, but the struggle and the the heartache of it is still is still there. And like just hugging people and just having conversations, even like in the grocery store, I feel like the universe has lately just been putting these people in my life to just you know just hug them and say I I feel you and this sucks, but yeah. do you know what? Like sometimes that's all moms need. All they need is like a hug, and they just need someone to say I understand. Yes, like those words are like simple, and and that's it. And some that's those are the days that you realize that you're not alone. Yes, you know? absolutely. Because it can sure- feel lonely, by the way, you know, being a mom and, you know, because you, you, you have all your mom friends, but like your relationships and it's so important to nurture those relationships because we're all living these busy lives, but taking the time, you know, I have my like Jew crew, I call them. Um <laughs> And I swear the last, like, four months that we've met together, I've been a, a hot mess. But then afterwards, I'm like, oh, my God, that was the best free therapy ever. I yes. love you. But they they all understand, and they've all been with me. They've all – you know, these are my mommy mommy and me classes, yep. moms. And um, 
and it's just so important to have that group. So if I, you know, for anyone who's listening, like go out and and be the first to initiate like that conversation or take someone to lunch, you know, is, you know, struggling. Your kids don't have to have the same issues, but they could, they could, they just, sometimes women just need to be there for each other. I think any, any time you lead with vulnerability, it kind of, it opens the door for somebody else to be honest about something. For sure. We're going to take a quick break and touch more on that. American Academy of Pediatrics recommends babies sleep in your room for the first six months, but bed sharing is not recommended because it's not safe for baby. Introducing the Halo Bassinest, the one and only bassinet from Halo, it makes safe, close sleep easier. So you actually may know Halo as the creator of Sleep Sack, the original wearable blanket for baby. Both of my kids have worn it. My daughter Daisy still wears it. They've been around for over 25 years and are now known as the leading brand for safe sleep. So now the parent favorite Halo Bassinest has been updated and enhanced. It's available in four models, each with their own beautiful fabric and unique features. You can get it at Bye Bye Baby, Target, Amazon, and halosleep.com. It is really, really one of my favorite products for the baby. So for Mama Said Listen, Listeners, we have a very special offer. Go to halosleep.com and use offer code MAMA10 to save 10% on any purchase of $200 or greater. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. Um, you know, when you said about the Mommy Me group, that to me is what saved me. That's where Jenna and I really got close at how we started this podcast because when you'd sit around that circle... And it was an opportunity when women, we weren't necessarily friends with each other. We didn't have the same group of friends. So it felt safer, like therapy, where you're like, there's no judgment here. I know you're not going to talk about me when I leave because you don't know anyone else that knows me. We all had different things, but it's, you realize, like I said, like we were saying before, like everybody goes through things and it just, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you're not alone. And motherhood can deepen bonds and relationships and friendships to a whole other level. And the comparison that women naturally do when with children right off the bat of hitting milestones and this and that can get very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it's a slippery slope that I really tried hard, hard never to fall into. But then as they get older and they're in school and then you start seeing like you had to see – of London, you know, falling behind, I can't imagine how overwhelming that was for you to go through without a proper support system. Right. So, so I'm so glad that you did find a place for her to go to and a school where, like you said, well, the other a mom's child may not be having the same um, hurdles that London's having to mm-hmm. face at the moment. You're you're in it together and just yeah. knowing that we're here to do the best we can for yeah. our kids. And that's what you right? have to do. You have to do the that's best you, you can. can. Like so I, I started a, a jewelry company and one of my pieces What's it called? It's just Amber Childers. Okay. And so I created this this totem and it's two sisters side by side and it's they're bonded bonded in a relationship of the soul. And my slogan for this is alone we hold strength, together we rise. And I, I really, you know, for me it's it's that holds so much weight for me because I didn't really, you know, people say it takes a village, but and then that's so true. But when you're in a big city, for me, I, I don't have any family around. I didn't yeah. have any, you know, my sisters don't live close by. So it's it's finding that you're, you know, finding your group of, of women 
um, or men or single, what, whatever it is, yeah. and, and just really embracing them and, and being having self-acceptance and vulnerability, that's what people need. Like this world is going in such a wacky direction that I feel like if we could just bring it around with authenticity and, and getting rid of shame and fear, like we're going to – like we'll, we'll do so well. We will do so well in our children and our – Oh my god, grandchildren. That sounds so weird to say, but like Yeah. This is these are the values that we have to keep instilling in our in our children. I liked I like to think that our gener our parents did the best they could, right? But they they have guilt that uh I think they still hold guilt of like the change that they didn't quite make that I think our generation is like trying so hard right. to do. And for that reason I hope that our children's generation will just grow up in a much better world because of, right. of of the work that we're doing. And part of that is just being open and honest. Like, forget this facade of just yes, everything's perfect. that's definitely our, genera- or our parents' generation. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, there's strength in community. Like, you know, for me, I live with MS, and I kept it a secret for 14 years because oh I thought I would be judged and people wouldn't give me work or give me opportunity. And I was also shameful. I was like, in, and because of the years that I held the secret, I felt guilty. I felt shameful. I was embarrassed that I had it. And then it kind of hit me one day, like, I didn't do anything wrong to have mm. this. I'm tired of staring at the floor and not making eye contact with people because I'm embarrassed about the way I move. Like, this is me. I'm still a human. I, like, I'm still, and when I came forward and became honest, like, being vulnerable it was actually i came into my power yeah, and my you, confidence yeah. mm-hmm. and and the connectivity and the relationships and the bond that i can have with people and the space that i hold to allow other people to feel like they can be open and vulnerable about their truth i mean mm-hmm. that's 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 what the living world is we want to live in yeah. yeah that's really what living is and unfortunately we our, I think our biggest challenge as parents today is is these the the social medias of the world, mm-hmm. and I think that that's constantly as 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 great as it is for certain aspects of our world going forward. It also is our greatest challenge yeah. raising, especially raising daughters, raising you know you're raising sons. It's it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult, and and so that's going to be our. I feel like that's going to be our challenge. My London just got a phone and. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it's the greatest thing to be able to take away. Before, I had nothing to take away. Right. And I'm like, there you go. London, don't. It's going to be mine. It's she, always great to have something I know, special. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I know where you hide it. Well, mommy has a lot of hiding places. Yeah. <laughs> well, London's so great that she has you as her mom because I feel like, you know, she has her, like we said, hurdles earlier in life, but you're, but the fact that you're facing them head on and that you're showing him that that it's not anything to be shameful. You don't have to feel bad about this. I mean, that could set her up better in life later, you know, as opposed to like dealing with these things as an adult. Right. When like the kids don't have as much of awareness when they're little of like being different. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's educating a certain point where then they start to have like feel the separation Mm -hmm. and feel like the real different. But when they're young, sometimes it's, it, it's just a simple fact and that's okay. Right. And I think as the more you teach her that as she's young, the more she doesn't have to feel any negative feelings. Right. Because unfortunately, like I said, like if you look at, you know, 
science and, and statistics, what happens to the ki- these kids with ADHD or any sort of learning disabilities, then they get into high school. Mm-hmm. And then they start turning to, I don't know if I could say it. You can. Oh, drugs. Okay, sorry. I didn't know. I'm like, yeah. Um, you know, they, they, the truth. they start and then they fall into depression. And then you're going to have, then you're 17 and you're putting your kid in rehab. It's like, I don't want that at all. And we don't know eventually how our kids are going to grow up, but if you could nurture them and and help them as much as you can, just educate them and be honest and open with your kids. Because you know what? At some point, it's not about Disneyland and unicorns and butterflies. Like this is the real world and you have to teach your kids how to survive. And that's what's happening. These kids don't know how to survive. They don't know how to be flexible in the world. And I think that for me as as a parent, that's my mission. I really want my kids to to learn to be flexible and, and be respectful and, you know, giving back and understand what all that and that's like I said, that's living. That's- yeah. So for any of our moms out there that may be feeling like they are could possibly be going down a similar road as you or feeling like their kids might be struggling in the learning space. Um, I know you're still going through this and it's new, but if if there's any little pieces of advice maybe that you can give them um, right now, would you be able to do that? Yeah. I mean, I think for – if you – if your kids are, you know, little and you suspect anything, I think one of the greatest powers that we have is as moms are is our intuition Mm -hmm. and you know your kid better than anybody so if you suspect anything don't doubt like go go take your kid to the pediatrician have them check check out and even if you feel after the pediatrician still tells you and you still feel it or you're sensing it or you see something that's off go get a second opinion go go do your own research Mm -hmm. there's tons of articles out there there's tons of free you know, research and blogs and uh, communities out there where you could ask these doctors these questions or psychiatrists or therapists or educators um, and, and, and just take initiative because, again, you're, you're the champion for your child and you have to um, – you have to, you know, you have to help them in this way. They don't know what they're – they're these growing little, you know, beings mm-hmm. and they don't know how to navigate the world. So even if they're six or your child's 12 and going through this, you have to share the light with them and, and be their champion, like I said. Well, you're a super mom and thank you so much for sharing um, and being so open and honest. I think it's going to be um, – <laughs> it has its challenges, but I think it's going to – give you even greater confidence and um you're just going to be so proud as you are now of yeah. and they're very lucky that you're their mom thank you yeah of course thank but i'm not gonna let you go yet because i'm gonna make you share a shitty mommy with us oh, even gosh. after all that i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back with some shitty mommy we all need a break right now in this self-quarantine with our kids i know you mamas are feeling me but why not keep your brain active while you do have that moment to relax that's why i love the fun puzzle game best fiends it's an oasis of fun that can take you everywhere and you can take it with you everywhere not that we're going anywhere um the game has gotten more challenging as i've played it i have so many characters there's updates monthly so as long as this goes on there's never-ending games new levels new events It never gets old. You find yourself 
thinking and watching the same things, the same news channels, take a break, have some fun, get your brain going. Best Fiends has thousands of levels, events, characters added every month with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews. Best Fiends is a must play. So download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we're back. I'm going to read first a listener, Shitty Mommy. Her name is Jennifer. Shitty Mommy! She says, my son's room gets cold in the winter. We can't figure out why, but it's much worse than the rest of the house. So we put a space heater on low. We set a temp and it shuts off until it goes below again. Well, a few years ago, he woke up in the middle of the night crying. He was one at the time and I ignored it for a while because he'd been waking up a lot and I was hoping he'd just go back to sleep. Well, he didn't. So eventually I went in to find the heater didn't shut off and his room was over 100 degrees. I felt like the most terrible mom in the world. He was soaked in sweat and they changed him and cranked the ceiling fan. There have been, oh I, I will say, I have had times where I'm like, I'm not, you're like, you're dead asleep. You hear the crying, you just ignore it. And then an hour and a half, two hours go by and you walk in and there's throw up in the crib or shit yeah. in the crib, yeah. you know. But yeah. the times that you do get up right away, Nothing is wrong. Wrong. Right. Right. So, I know. Where do you win there? I know. All you right. Don't. Amber, do you have a shitty mommy for us? Yeah, this is uh, something that happened actually more recently. Um, so I'm addicted to, to crime shows. And, You're not alone. And, I mean, I'm not, but I feel like everyone else I know is. Yeah. Like Dateline. I'm like old school. Like, yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. So. I don't – my kids, like, run the television. I'm usually doing something while they're on their apps or, you know, right. um, watching Fuller House, which I've seen every episode so of. So cute. So I got into this Dateline episode, and my little one had already fallen asleep, and, and I wouldn't let London change it. So I actually made her watch this full – now that, like, the next day, like, when I woke up, I was like, oh, my God, I wonder if I scarred her from this, like, really – bad gruesome murder yeah and like now she's gonna go to school and tell the teachers that i was watching letting her watch inappropriate inappropriate things and i'm like oh my god no but um yeah that was did she talk about it with you after or no she just kept saying like mommy can we change this i'm like no this is really good it's almost over like 20 minutes Date later lines are very well done i will say oh my that. god they drag them out so long in the do. suspense is oh. like i was just like okay you either watch it with me or you go to your own room like i was definitely having a selfish you moment committed. I got, yeah i was committed so. hey i get it they you're right they they're well produced and they know how to drag it out with the right suspense oh. well you and know, you get hooked yeah so that was teaching my... her about the world yeah 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 maybe if you and then watch payback's gonna be a bitch and she's gonna be up you know for two months straight because of the you know show i let her watch <laughs> Uh, well, again, Amber, thank you so much. Um, you're going to help so many. You will continue to. You're amazing. Be proud of yourself, mm. <laughs> truly. And I know your girls are so proud that you're their mom. Um, will you tell our listeners how they can find you and your jewelry? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. Um, my handle's at Amber Childers. It's A-M-B-Y-R. And my official one is Amber Childers underscore official. Don't make fun of me. Perfect. That's just what I got. That's no, what the no Instagram gave me. How we find so you. yeah, there's there's two. So awesome. yeah. Thank you for having me Thank so much. You. And I'm gonna leave you with a mama said. Remember, mama said, motherhood is an unveiling. And in that unveiling, the deepest layers of yourself unfold, presenting infinite potential for healing of the past and conscious creation of your future. Have a great day, mamas. 
Thanks so much for listening to Mama Said. The Lady Gang Network is produced by Will Sterling, Steve Delamater, Kirsten Woodward, and Elizabeth Bakeway. Thanks for rating and reviewing wherever you get your podcasts and tune in for new episodes every single week. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Elixinol. Head over to Elixinol.com and use the code MAMA20 at checkout to receive 20% off Elixinol Omega Turmeric CBD Capsules. Halo. Go to halosleep.com and use code MAMA10 to save 10% off any purchase of $200 or greater. Best Fiends. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or in Google Play. Crayola. To learn more about mess-free color wonder and claim your free gift, visit crayola.com forward slash mama said. And remember, all of the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode. Bye, mamas.